Discipline and consistency separate the good from the great. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Millionaire Woman Show. It is Deborah, and I am so excited to be back with you after, you know, having the last podcast takeover that many of you have listened to, and then our three amazing guests that we had in between where I wasn't allowed to do any reading or any additional podcasting other than what was pre-existing. And I have to tell you, here's the results. I rose to the challenge. I didn't do any additional reading. I didn't do any additional podcasting. And I have to tell you, there was moments I didn't know what to do with myself. You see, I love reading. And I love podcasting. And I, what I realize more than anything is I am a creator and I also love to curate knowledge. And I'll, I have missed you all and missed creating those podcasts and sharing that information with you. So I hope you are excited to get your listening ears on as much as I am excited to be here with you today. So I was going to give you a little bit of an update on my um, blepharospasm condition, which is a chronic condition. However, when you have something like this or, you know, any part of your health, you can either manage your symptoms or you can let them manage you. And there was a few instances this past month where, you know, it's very interesting how God, the universe, or how in whatever you believe in, sends messages in your, into your life to make sure that you know your place. So... One of the things was I was invited to go to the Women in Wealth Gala here for International Women's Day here in Edmonton, Alberta by my cousin and a dear girlfriend joined us and we had a fabulous evening. And I was sharing with her what was going on and how a lot of it was, there's a lot of uncertainty and I know she had faced some of her own challenges and has been doing extremely well and has shared with me that this was going to be my setup for one of my greatest comebacks. And then I went and talked to the MC of the night who I, who I know um, from Carrie doll consulting and Carrie doll phenomenal woman. And uh, Carrie just kind of looked me straight in the eyes and into my soul. And she's like, you need to share this. You need to share your message. And, you know, there was moments, like I said, in the previous podcast, I didn't know what do I share it once you recover or during the process or where, where do I go with this? And, you know, will it matter to anyone? And, you know, one of the things that I really wanted to share with you all is I am improving. It is a slow process. And one of the biggest things I have learned in this process is that stress exacerbates symptoms. So I can either get into a mode of, you know, getting stressed out about it, knowing that as a chronic illness, or I can choose to just chill as 
often what is referred to is how you get into that relax mode. And it's so interesting to me because, you know, when I hear the words chill, I think of my experience with yoga. It took me 12 weeks to embrace restorative yoga and actually enjoy it and be okay with laying in one position for three to five minutes. And I was, and still just the thought of it makes me laugh because I'm like, how hard is it? But in my, in my brain, it was, it was too hard because my body and brain weren't moving at the same time. So I wanted to share with you, I'm not going to go into great length, but to let you know, I am doing better. It is going to be a lifelong process of improvement. And um, I am totally trusting in myself to help heal myself. So blepharospasm, for those of you who didn't catch the podcast takeover, I recommend that you truly listen to it. But basically, it is a rare neurological condition that affects your nervous system. So the nervous system, the brain, you know, sends messages throughout the nervous system to the rest of the body. And often, you know, the type of dystonia that I, I have is mainly impacted in my eyes. And people tend to treat it to let's just treat your eyes. But when you think of the nervous system, it impacts many other systems of your body. And so it has to take a more holistic approach. So today, with just sharing you with you a little bit of tidbits of my journey, I wanted to also tap into the topic of stress and burnout. I know that, you know, stress impacts everyone. So that's why I thought it would be a great topic to jump in with you. And we'll be back to our regular podcasting schedule next week with amazing guests and amazing solo podcasts from myself, being able to share with you knowledge and things to help you in life, leadership and business to help you transform, whether it be your thoughts, whether it be your beliefs, whether it be the actions you're taking, but ultimately, I want you to get the results that you want. I'm a results girl. And I really like helping people see that, see where they didn't think that they could go, create the possibilities, turn them into opportunities and get the results that they wanted. And sometimes even better than they expected. That's that's my jam. So I wanted to talk about stress and burnout, kind of the recovery process, kind of sharing with you what I've learned along the journey. And one of the biggest things I've learned is it's natural. And it was almost predictable by Dr. Joachim Farias, who I actually did a blepharospasm seminar with. And he's in Portugal. And I spent three days with other participants. And, you know, I had explained to him that I had a setback. And, you know, he kind of chuckled to himself and said, you know, I'm not laughing at you because I'm laughing because I am like you. I want to get better quickly. I, I want to force myself. And I, this is I'm going to say force. I wanted to give myself a deadline to, to improve. And with this, that wasn't the right approach. I went into fixing mode and fixing it wasn't going to help. And because what happens is I give myself a deadline, I'm researching frantically to, you know, how can I fix this? Can someone take it away? I increase my stress levels and the symptoms got worse. So it was a big learning experience in the fact that when I can chill out, <laughs> relax, that I, and even you perhaps, 
can let go of how fast something to, needs to be to give ourselves the grace to take off the pressure of how things need to be. And I think this comes down to expectation and to really let go and detach from the outcomes. And I know I teach this a lot in coaching and we talk about it a lot in coaching, actually, about trusting the process, detaching from the outcome. And I guess I had to learn it in a different way. And one of the things that I will tell you that, you know, stress is common. It is unavoidable. And, you know, there are good stressors and there are bad stressors. And, you know, stress can be beneficial in so many ways. It gives us sometimes that little creative tension or extra pressure to actually get things done. Whereas if we always chilled out and kick back, we might not ever get things done. So, you know, there are good stressors and bad stressors. Good stressors tend to be not very long lasting. They're short term. They're things that we get excited about, like travel, stepping out of our comfort zone, even though it's a little bit scary. It's a good stress. It's stretching us to who we are stepping into our potential. And falling in love, you know, that can boost our endorphins and get us, you know, in good mood. Sometimes change, a good change. And also thinking about being curious and having that beginner's mindset. I don't know about you, but I, I have a friend that she looks at the world through a child's eyes and everything is a form of discovery. It's like, wow. And I love bring, being around her because she just brings so much joy. And then, of course, there's the bad stressors, and the bad stressors tend to last a lot longer. They tend to be things like financial strain. It's not something that, you know, is kind of a one-day thing or a planning event. It tends to last months, sometimes years for some people. It could be unhealthy target of, you know, wanting to accumulate wealth can get us into some bad habits or uh, relationship issues, or death of a spouse, a loved one, someone you truly care about, a pet. These are some of the bad stressors that can really impact us, as those are just some examples. And stress is often tied to a goal or a task. So it's something that we're working toward that these stressors come up, and we can navigate them, we can overcome them, the roadblocks, the obstacles, but the burnout is stress that accumulates and never seems to be a leaving. You find yourself getting short-tempered, uh, perhaps, you know, getting cynical, dreading to do things, and maybe even not even wanting to get out of bed. So if you are having any of those feelings, I and, and I'm putting a disclaimer out here, I'm not giving medical advice. I am recommending that you do see a professional, a healthcare professional to discuss how you might be feeling and how you might be able to do a few things about it so you can get back to your normal state. So the one thing that I've learned um, during my healing process is that there's a dysregulation in the nervous system. And because of that, I had to find ways of different ways that the nervous system is impacted and how we can fix it. And, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic, when, you know, stress was high for a lot of people because of the uncertainty of what's going on, you know, it really comes back to the basics. And before I dive into that, one of the things that I, I want, I 
chuckle at when I hear, you know, when people tell you, would you just relax? Does it help you relax? It probably doesn't. It probably increases your stress, stress level. And, you know, when we are feeling stressed or feeling nervous about things that we end up hypervigilant in some cases. And sometimes when there's opportunities come up, we can't recognize them and we face anything that has some uncertainty to it with some resistance. And maybe you have some unrealistic expectations and that totally increases your stress and your self-talk goes out the window. So I wanted to give you some tips and strategies just to get you back to your center, to get you back to your own regulation. Because all of us at some parts of our lives can be at times where we feel like we're in high stress mode, needing to get things done, feeling overwhelmed. And I just would I, like, I always recommend that you do a yearly checkup with your doctor, but I also want to just get you back to center and giving you some basic suggestions um, that will help support you and give you even something to think about. So when you go back to the basics, think about your sleep hygiene. Think about are you feeling insomnia? And they, they, all of these might not apply to you, but if you feel like you're waking up in the middle of the night, two, three in the morning, and you can't get yourself back to sleep, even if you've sat up and read for a while, and this is the thing I'm going to tell you, when you get up in the middle of the night, don't go into cleaning house mode, don't start making meals and all these different things or doing laundry. I want you to actually sit in a low lit area, reading a book, journaling, writing out whatever thoughts are coming through your head. And after 20 minutes, see if you can fall back asleep. If you can't fall back asleep after 20 minutes, then go go at it. But the sleep hygiene is really about setting yourself up for that sleep time, keeping electronics, TVs off, no TVs in the bedroom recommended, but keeping electronics out of the bedroom, turning it off one to two hours prior to going to sleep, you know, whether you take a shower or a bath or just have some relaxing time before you go into bed, maybe reading, that you are reducing the amount of stimulus that's keeping you functioning, right? And to really give yourself time to really dial down, really to relax yourself into a state where you're ready to fall asleep. I do recommend, you know, sleep masks, blackout curtains, if possible, but sleep masks work great in blocking out light, especially if you are a light sleeper, limiting liquids, if possible, like an hour to two hours before you go to bed, so that you're not getting up in the middle of the night. And you know, with age, sometimes that you still get up. And that's fine. But just looking at and here's the thing, our bodies are individual to us, unique to us. So you have to think of your body as an experiment, right? Knowing what works for you, not works for you, and really starting to trust your intuition and getting to pay, be in tune with your body, that mind body connection. Um, also hydration, 
You know, if you're not on a fluid restricted diet to really aim for those six to eight glasses of water a day, if not a little bit more in some cases, um, not overdoing it, but if you can get at least those two liters, that's awesome. Um, healthy choices. One of the biggest things that affects our health is not only just making healthy choices, but gut health. And often people, their gut health, there can be food sensitivities, um, causes of inflammation from foods that might cause inflammation in our bodies. And that alone causes its own stress on the body. So, you know, when you're looking into taking care of yourself and wanting to fine tune things, really start paying attention to how your body reacts to certain foods that you intake. One big one I, you know, I'm going to stress upon that has been my greatest takeaways is breath work. Breath work and being able to take it, and we often take this for granted, I have to say, because, you know, breath is an involuntary thing, it happens. And it's, you know, I think of the patients that I've had in the past as a bedside nurse, and when they struggled for breath, you know, to stop myself and think how easy it is for myself to breathe. Right. And during this process, I've also learned that, you know, when we're stressed, we can hold our breath and to be able to fully inhale and fully exhale and being mindful of the breath coming in and being mindful of it out. That single breath alone can interrupt a stress cycle. And we want to be able to interrupt that cycle and allow ourselves to slowly decrease the of quickness that you might be breathing, that you're, if you're holding your breath, it impacts other areas of your body. And to really allow yourself to get your body to function as it's meant to. And that, like I said, this is for peak performance. This is fine tuning. You might have heard of Wim Hof breathing, you know, um, box breathing is fantastic. And it really helps you regulate not only your nervous system, but helps you oxygenate your body in a better way. Now there's meditation and prayer. You know, meditation can be done in many forms. Um, some people sit and listen to a guided visual. Um, some people will journal. That's part of their visualization um, process with that. And also walking meditation, just going for a walk in nature and being mindful of the things around you, the smells, the, the breeze on your cheek, the, you know, the light coming from the sky between the clouds, you know, the colors, just really being mindful in that. And of course, like I said, journaling to expel any negative thoughts. This is where I want you to catch your negative self-talk, watch what you think and how it's impacting how you're showing up. If you're finding yourself more cynical um, like I said, irritable, trouble concentrating, feeling like your memory's off, trouble sleeping, you might want to, you know, go see a healthcare provider and discuss what's going on for you. And also examine areas of your life of what could be good stress and what could be bad stress that could be impacting you. And it's how we react versus respond to different situations that really impact how we respond to stress. Being able to set boundaries, 
and learning to say no to different things. You're not, you know, I think we've had this time where it's like, yes, say yes, create this yes culture, but make sure you're saying yes to the right things, things that align with your values, things that align with your goals and dreams and learn to say no to those that don't support what you would like to accomplish. And also avoiding procrastination. So when you procrastinate, what happens? I bet you can tell me you get stressed out, right? So in order to, you know, not push everything to the last minute, are you, ask yourself, is this something that needs to get done? Why am I avoiding this? Is it because of the discomfort? It's not as much fun as everything else around me? Or is it something I can delegate to someone else who really might be excited about it? Now, I know taking out the trash seems simple and you might not like doing it, but think of the consequences when you avoid doing some stuff like that. <laughs> Even if you prolong it, there could be a stench for sure. And then also because there's per perfectionism is another issue. You know, progress over perfection. We want to get things done. You can go on and get your ideas out in the world and you can tweak things as you go. However, if you're stuck in perfectionism, ideas don't get out into the world. And because you're wanting everything perfect or you have high expectations, you're creating stress on yourself. Now, how can you alleviate some of the stressors that you have may have created in your own life? And this could be clutter. This could be mental stress. And it could be things that you're not saying no to, right? We need to think about what are you committed to? What are your current results? What do you want to see? And really staying true to who you are by managing your energy and time. There are people that you don't even realize might be impacting that energy level or, you know, impacting the energy level, but also, you know, being concerned about what's happening next and getting stressed out. So when you get stressed out, that can really impact the results that you're getting. So again, take that deep breath. Know and trust yourself that you're going to handle anything that comes your way. Make sure your expectations are realistic. And most of all, don't say, why can't you relax? Because all you'll do is stress yourself out. And lean in. Lean into what's happening and ask yourself, what can I learn? Come with that beginner mindset. Have some fun with it. And realize that sometimes we just need to chill. Because the more we try to force something, the less likely it is to happen in what you want to happen. So give it some time, take some pressure off, take some gas off the pedal, and just be able to learn to be in tune with yourself, that mind-body connection, and trust yourself to know what serves you and what doesn't. Thank you for joining me, and I'm so excited to be back here with you on the Millionaire Woman Show, please go over to my website, check things out at www.debrakosowski.com. Now, if you're interested in coaching, there is a page that you can click on. Tell me a little bit about your backstory of how I can support you in the coaching world. We can set up an appointment to discuss whether you and I would be a right fit for continuing a coaching conversation. And I look forward to serving you. As Mama Gunday said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, go out and make today great.